Two men in a six-pack starts in three, two, one. Welcome, listeners, to Two Men and a Six-Pack, episode 45, uh, full house tonight. Before we get going, I want to thank uh, Twin Peaks, Mike Brandon, the food. Mike, thank you for sending the extra chicken wing and uh, na- nacho chips because they were uh, eaten all tonight. Uh, but please, I know you listen to podcasts. Next time you send a nachos, please send some cheese dip with it. How about that? We got in trouble because <laughs> we, we got in trouble. Any food tonight. So anyway, so we got guests around here. We're going to, we're going to talk. So outside of the viewing area and the listing area, we have uh, Ricky Bobby, Rick Gallagher. We got Nicole sitting over uh, watching TV. Watching NASCAR. What's her nickname? Trump. What's her first name? Melena. Melena Trump sitting over there. That's a nice We got Joey Mahalchek. We got Rick Gallagher's son, which I don't remember your first name. Jacob. Jacob Gallagher. Bobby Mills. Me, of course. Bob Mills. And then, of course, Andy. Doctor. Doctor. Dr. Andy. I'm a fisherman. Fish. Fisher. So, with that said, we're, we're going to start the podcast and tonight. Surnames typically have a history. Surnames have a history behind your profession. Do they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll let you expand on that in your what's on your damn mind in just, 60 seconds. Just let you know. All right. First, today, February 17th. Birthdays today. This is pretty damn good. Pretty good damn day to be born. Unlike last week when we were start searching for somebody and you had to go to the next day yeah. and search for Jennifer Hanson. <clears throat> that's still a strong... That's by, strong. by the way, that's, she was 50, not 49. Oh, was she? Oh, on Monday. On yes. Monday. She, she, so she was 49 She was like a day over 48. No. no, I'm just messing. Anyway, 1936, one of the greatest athletes ever, and he dominated his sport. And no, it's not me, or it's not Michael Jordan. It's Jim Brown. Jim Brown, running back, Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Sporting news. All-American. Yeah. All-American and lacrosse and, and football at Syracuse University. Um and a important cast member of Attack from Mars. Don't forget that. Thank you for including that very worthwhile comment there, Andy. So, you know you're pretty much a badass when Sporting News names you the greatest football player wow. ever, ever. Wow. Ever. Wow. They, they, they did that about 10 years ago. Mm. And I don't think that anybody since then has, mm. yeah, has surpassed that. Over sentence. Bo Jackson? Yes, ever. Wow. The word but, ever but means ever. Ever. The word ever means ever. Yeah. Okay. Jim Brown didn't play that long either. No, but in but you know yeah. that Jim Brown, he was the first player to ever rush for over ten thousand yards in his brief career. Yeah, because I mean the game wasn't that old either. Yeah, but he only played tw- the they only played twelve games during the season and he was the first player to rush for wow. over eight eighteen hundred yards. It would be the equivalent today of taking the stats and stopping at like eight games. <coughs> okay. okay. Or rushing for 2,400 yards. Or rushing for 2,400 yards. Exactly. It's never been done. I just default back to Sporting News named him the greatest player ever. And I got to have that in capital. It's capitalized. Ever. All caps. Also born on this day, 1963, I made just made reference to him. 
Michael Jordan was good also job. born. This is a good damn day to be born. Wow. If you're thinking about having babies, try to time it where you can be born on, fe- <laughs> on February 17th. Because, damn, the kids might be athletic as hell. I'm just going to tell you that. Well, you're going to have to hold them back a year now, too. You might have to hold them back. <laughs> We're changing Laney. birthday, Jacob. Yeah. Is 20, it Lady's birthday? No, 27. Okay. Well, We're I, changing it, though. Well, so close, man. Rick, can we change Happy his birthday, birthday to today? Because he might be a great athlete if you change his birthday to today. Happy birthday, Jacob. All right. Happy birthday, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. 17. All right. Laney High School, UNC, Chicago Bulls, oh yeah, and the Wizards. Uh, six-time champion, six-time final MVP, five-time regular season MVP, 14-time All-Star, 10-time scoring champion. I'm so hating that uh, Trevor is on a siesta and didn't hear all that stuff about <laughs> my, Michael Jordan. So, uh, anyway. Birmingham Barons. Birmingham Barons. Yeah, what's the baseball team you played for? Okay, so this is going to be – I've cleaned this up because I knew Jacob and some other uh, kids less than 18 were going to be here. Also born in 1981, Paris Hilton, reality TV star. While not an athlete, I'm sure she had several dates with several athletes during her, <laughs> during, during her years. Yes. Would you concur with that, Andy? I would concur. You would concur. Have you gone on a date with Paris Hilton? Have oh, you yeah. gone on a date with Paris Hilton? I missed that. It actually came up rapid fire last week. Did you go on a date with Jennifer Aniston? And everybody said true. That's yeah, true. Everyone did say true. It, it, it was true. It was true? Yes. Lime bastard. He was so <laughs> drunk. <laughs> he couldn't even remember. There's that one night in New York City. Right? It's right to the Friends show. You know, I feel lost. People are making comments on Facebook, and Trevor, my man who's on Siesta, isn't here to be tell, to telling me what they're saying. So, guys, if Trevor was here and not on Siesta in Cabo or wherever he is, a.k.a. Wilmington, then um, we might know what you're saying. So, anyway, let's move on. Basketball. So, you're going to have to mute that because that – can you turn the volume down? I did. I turned all okay. the way off. All right, perfect. Brock, Brock was doing some headlines for us. Okay, perfect. I'm checking off. Brock, Brock Goss, you're fixing to be <laughs> featured on the Two Men and Six Pack Sports uh, Podcast here shortly. Let's talk high school basketball. Mm. Why? Because I want my man to the right – to give us a preview of this week's 3A Coastal Plains Tournament. Bob, I'm not going to put a lot of pressure on you. I'm just going to call the game, and then I'm going to ask you who's going to win. Is that fair? Sure. Can we do a spread, too? No. No, no do a spread. Because that's illegal. It's high school. We don't do things like that. It's illegal in college, too. Here we go. Jacksonville versus Havelock. Jacksonville. All right. I like it. I don't agree with you, but okay. Whoa. White Oak versus Swansboro. What a nice even, even though it's at Swansboro? <laughs> yes. And Swansboro's only really? won three games? Yeah. Yes, it's at Swansboro. What's, I, have, I, have no idea. I have no clue why Neutral site game. Wow. Yeah, neutral site <laughs> game, yeah. Okay, so that brings it up to White Oak versus Northside. At Northside. Man. Northside. Okay, and that brings it up to Jacksonville versus the Patriots of not New England, but West Carteret. Jacksonville. Wow. Man. So that means that the championship game <laughs> will feature the Fighting Vikings, who you are alumni of, versus the Jacksonville Cardinals, who you are an assistant coach of. Yeah. Who are you, who are you saying is, is going to win that game? Jacksonville wins by 30. Over White Oak? Yes. Right. Are we talking about boys basketball? Yeah, we're talking about boys. Are, are we talking about, Jackson, are we talking about Jacksonville girls basketball that beat White Oak 78-6 the other night? And was pressing with five that minutes. That wasn't pressing. It wasn't pressing. Oh, was it? There was sort of, when they got across half court, then they jumped them. Oh, so okay. it wasn't. <laughs> they <laughs> jumped them? No wonder they won. Oh, okay. If they got jumped, no wonder they won. I would much rather get jumped. I think they just bugged them. 
They got him. I thought they shaped one of them with a five and a half inch blade. Right. It's so bad. That's, that's embarrassing. Wow. Yes, that yes. was embarrassing for Jacksonville High School to do. And, and why not? It's embarrassing. Yes. All right, so now let's talk Never real basketball. Anything. We're going to talk real basketball. This week, come tomorrow at noontime, there's going to be a change in the polls, college basketball polls. UT got throttled by UK. And for those that don't understand abbreviations, Tennessee got beat by Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee obviously was previously the number one ranked team in the country. Uh, the Dukies were no, ranked number two, so we're just making the assumption that <laughs> Duke will be number one come tomorrow at noon. And, what, that, and what did I say last week about Duke? I don't know what you I said. I said they should have gotten one and one votes, and I thought they should have skipped Tennessee last week. And so obviously they should have. So do you think they will be number one this week? Oh, unequivocally. They'll get all the votes for number one. Which is perfect. Wait, 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 wait. wait. They'll get all the votes? They can, might can, miss out on two people. Gonzaga will the be two number two. That, I think the Zags might I, get some more Gonzaga votes will be number two, and the last time I checked, Gonzaga beat Duke earlier on this year. That's why I think the Zags take so, over number without two. Without their leading score. Without their leading score. So, so Who was on Siesta? <laughs> so, first of all, let's, uh, let, <laughs> let's live in the present body. Duke was gifted a game by Louisville. It was the worst eight-minute run of full-court yes. pressure I've ever seen in my entire life. Duke should have an L this week, and I don't care who That's at this think. table can disagree with that. So you can't, can't go in there with all this confidence that they're so great when they just got throttled by Louisville, who ultimately gave them the game at the end. What I find amazing, the thing that I find extremely amazing is that an NC State fan is actually pulling for Duke. Well, he used to be a Duke fan. I mean, that's what – Like, strong. He was hardcore. So, like, when he played for you at Newbridge, did he, wear, did he have, like, a Duke oh t-shirt? Oh, my God, it was unbelievable. Yes. Wow. Hardcore. Yes. Wow. So, how about his Kentucky? <laughs> Obviously, Kentucky is vastly improved for the first game of the year. If you, Are they playing good enough to beat Duke in the – I think – I think no. potential – I don't know, man. No. If you watched them play last night, they it's played – It's Tennessee. It's still Tennessee. Did you see the last – Tennessee ranked number one for But it doesn't matter. It's still – SEC basketball. It's SEC. I agree. It was at Kentucky. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's it was still SEC play. basketball. SEC basketball is nowhere. SEC to ACC basketball is like SEC football to okay, ACC. Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay. So this game. is totally off script. We're just going to throw, throw this away. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this, Mr. SEC, ACC. If NC State played in the SEC, where would they finish? Oh. Would they finish in the top three? Middle of the pack. Top four. Top you, four? You think they would finish in the top, top four in the SEC? Kentucky, Tennessee. Okay. LSU. Auburn, LSU. We beat Auburn, we beat Auburn, and we beat LSU. You did beat Auburn. Oh, yeah. You said we should beat them again. We would I, we'd I, be in the top three. LSU's disagree. pretty good. You, you know what LSU's thing? pretty good. You wouldn't beat LSU. You know what? I'll keep this I for uh, what the hell's on my mind, but we're going to revisit all this. Uh, <laughs> what, what's the guy that coaches state? What's his name again? Keats. Keats. Kevin Keats. There was a lot of crap talking a few weeks ago about how he should be the next Roy Williams. He is going to be the next Roy Williams. We had a great conversation and about after this. After they scored 30, what, 30? 24. 24. 24. 24. And, and Keats was Keats's shooting percentage at that game? He shot zero, I think. He shot zero. Yeah. He was zero for zero. He didn't take a freaking shot during the game. I mean, you spoon-fed the kids enough to get them to practice, to feed them, to get them. He can't go out there and freaking shoot the ball for them. Amen. Say it again. To pass the ball. The kids are freaking kids, dude. That's – that's the point. I mean, you you look. That's my whole beef with Roy Williams right now. The only thing Keats can do is try to go out there and motivate him. You can't motivate somebody to shoot better. Either you're shooting better, either you're going to shoot good, or you're going to shoot. Better. If that's the case, why do we even talk? Have conversations about who's the best coach ever? Great players, because it's about motivation. If, if the coach has no 
input on I didn't say, how well they're didn't say you didn't play. have any input. If they have, if they have zero impact on putting their people in a coaching matters. To win. Coaching matters. It's so strategy. Did, did Roy Williams have more talent his second year coaching than Kevin Keats did? Absolutely. Unequivocally. They won national championship. Keats yeah. is playing with Godfrey's players right now. In fact, he's playing with part and we're gonna get to this in a second. He's playing with like half of Godfrey's players right now. Now, has Roy Williams ever in his career had a game where his college team scored 24 points? Oof. No. no. Okay. All right. No. All right. So, next question. Okay. Next question. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I'll give you that. So, let's talk. He was a rookie coach at one point. And Wednesday. Sure his team wasn't freaking awesome. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but let me tell you this. That's the difference right there. <clears throat> Roy Williams has coached two pretty good damn, damn programs. programs. Kansas and Carolina. NC State, nothing, not ragging on you here, Bob. Kansas, Carolina. NC State. Yes. Kansas, Carolina. It's State doesn't even get in the stratosphere of the two programs that, that Roy Williams have coached. No. You put Roy Williams at, at NC State, he'll do a great job. He's not going to win. How many national championships he won? Three. He's not going to win three, three national championships. So, so quick question. If Roy he's not, Williams don't even make a face. He's not. If Roy Williams coaches State this year, do they have a game where they only score 24 points? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely they not. They score 18. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because, no, because he didn't call a timeout. You know? Because because they're going to run up down, down right. the court That's and right. get 82 shots off. Right. They are. That's a different style of basketball. State doesn't run up down the court. Right. The style of basketball that Roy Williams plays they're going to score more twenty-four points because they're going to take eight hundred shots during. They're going to give one hundred and twenty. Yeah, the Keats, Keats it's tried a, to do that, but he adapted to his talent. That's right. You got to play yeah, type talent. All right, let's move on. We're getting okay, way yeah. by schedule. Yeah, fair enough. Duke UNC Wednesday night, oh, nine p.m. Keys keys to the game. It's at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Ooh, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Where are we watching the game? First of all, the most important thing. Where are we watching the game? I am not watching in your basement. I can tell you. No, that. you're not. Because every time you come over <laughs> to my freaking house and watch a game in my basement, when Carolina plays Duke. They Carolina loses. So if you if you do come, I won't be there, and the door will be locked, and you're not invited. Yeah. How about come to Sammy's in Raleigh? Yeah, yeah. we're leaving the the state after the state. Boston College game, we're going to Sammy's to watch it. Or my way. And hang out with Kevin Keats. Oh, are you going to be wrong? We're going to hang out with Kevin Keats, too. He goes there after the game with us. Does he go to Sammy's? Nice. Yeah, we met met Keats at Sammy's about last year, dude. He's way cool, man. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So, talking about the game, Hmm. what's your thoughts? Carolina, Carolina, pack it in. Play zone. That's not going to happen. Last week, week I said UVA beat Carolina by 10, and I was wrong. They only won by 8. You're right. This week, Duke is going to beat Carolina. By 12. Who has the most threes? That's who's going to win. Well, it depends. Like you, no, Zion Wimpson can get 20 dunks. You're exactly no, that's, Pack it in. That's you're not what I'm saying. In. I said, who you're has exactly, the most threes? You're exactly right. If if Duke shoots the ball like they shot the first eight, nine, ten minutes against Virginia, yeah. where they made, like, they were eight for ten from, from you know, from three-point range. They're going to blow the heels out. They're going to blow the heels out. If – Carolina shoots like they did yesterday, and Cam Johnson goes ballistic. Of course, it was against Wake Forest. Then Carolina, Carolina's going to stay in the game. Yeah. Me I personally, being at Duke, I think Duke's going to win by about ten. That's that's mm-hmm. just my thoughts, and I'm not painful to say that. I'm not Trevor. I'm not a UNC homer. Well, I'm not going to. I mean, I just I call a spade a spade, and I think and I think that um, Duke is going to win by ten. This is one of those. Situations. I don't even know what the line is. What's the, well, 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 the line won't be out till tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, the line, line will probably be nine and a half yeah. or eight and a half, seven and a half. 
It's almost similar to the conversation of Alabama-Clemson before the game happened. If Alabama's best team came out, you would hands down say that they're going to win the game. And I think that's where Duke is right now. If their best team comes out, there's nothing well, Carolina's sure. going to do to yeah. win. Of course, uh, yeah. They're, they're more talented. Everyone knows but that. But they're 18-year-olds. But they're, yeah, for Duke, they're all 18. For yeah. <laughs> or 19. They redshirted in fifth grade, um, so they're 19. Carolina's yeah. close enough that if, if Duke's off a little bit and they're playing their good game, it's either going to be close or a potential upset. Um, but you, you got to get the edge to Duke. Obviously. All right, so, let's, so, so we're going to go around, and I'm going to ask two questions, and I want everybody to answer. Who's going to win? Well, part A, part B, and then I'll go around and ask the same question. Who's going to win and behind me? Joey. Because everybody's going to do I'm going Carolina by two. Man. Yeah. Jacob, who's going to win the game? Uh, Carolina or Duke and behind me points? Carolina by 10. Woo! Oh, doggy, I like you, a Jacob. blowout. Bobby. Remember I said Duke by 10. But Duke uh, by 12. Okay, I'm going Duke by 10. Cubby White scores 22. Carolina wins. By me. He has to score 22 points. Yeah, but he, he'll, oh. he'll hang 22 on, no, on he James. 22 on they, win, they win by four. Okay. Andy? Man, I hate to say it, but Duke by something weird like five or six. Okay. It'll be close, and then they'll hit a couple. You don't think Carolina can play zone? They can't. They never play they zone. They can't man. It's not in Roy Williams' DNA, Andy, I don't think five or six is weird. That's a normal score. If you would have said they weren't going by six and a half, it would have been weird. It's not not in Roy Williams' DNA to play zone. That's your best chance to win. I absolutely agree with you. But, you know. If Trevor was here, he would come up with some concoction that why we really play in zone and, and, and this like, and that. Like, who's Luke Magan guard? He can't guard anybody on that team. Absolutely. Nobody well, can. They've got three of the top four guard, picks in the NBA. He can, grab, he, he can guard the big – they normally go with a big guy. And What's can, that one name, the one guy he has a weird last name? That's about the only guy he may yeah, be able to guard. Yeah, DeLorean or something like yeah. that. The car? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. How many dunks does Zion Williams get tomorrow night? Shucks. Wednesday night. Two. Two. Yeah, Wednesday night. Two. How many dunks? Four. I say two. Three and a half. What's the half? Four. Four? Five. How many do you say five? Five dunks. Because right. y'all run out on them a couple times. Though. All right. So, let's talk about this. So, Bobby posed a question to me, and it made me kind of think about it a lot this afternoon. How much does having a bad coach set a program back? Now, I'm going to give you an example. Martin Twins. They're at University of Nevada. Nevada is ranked number seven in the country right now, killing it. The Martin Twins used to play for one year mm-hmm. at NC State when Mike Godfrey was there. So my question to you is, if, of course, they probably left because of God, Godfrey for this is kind of a, lo- <laughs> a loaded question. If Would Godfrey still be at NC State today if the Martin Twins were, did not train? If Godfrey would have talked to the dad and played both brothers, so how much? That's what he should have done. So how much does losing players, transferring, or losing players like that impact the program? How many? I mean, how much legitimately did that set NC State back? I think it's. I think it's a time of year thing, but I think even for Keats, it takes you four to five years to build a program. So a bad coach is going to at least take you that far back. What was? uh, Didn't take Scott Frost that long. Oof. Did State really take a step back from Godfrey? No, we're saying with Godfrey. With Godfrey, because... You just made a statement it takes like four or five years to like... With Keats, and this is Keats' second year. I think basketball takes longer than football. I think Keats is doing as good a job as Godfrey's doing right now. But Mark Godfrey was... 
when they lost Bobby Lutz, they lost the coaching aspect. Mark yeah. Gottfried is kills the co-eds and is a great recruiter, but he's not a coach. Bobby Lutz is a great coach, and when he left, there obviously that was you think you think, you think football you can turn around program quicker than basketball. I do. Why is that? I mean, football typically can't start playing until after you've been redshirted a year too, though. No, not anymore. They, only only the big guys like me and Steve get redshirted now. The skilled guys are out there the first year. What do you think, Joey? I, I sort of agree with that. Why is basketball? Because you probably sign them so soon. See, so what's interesting about your answer there, Bob, is like the college basketball is where we have the one and dones. So if you have a really good recruiting year, you can load up year one uh, compared to football. You don't see freshman after freshman playing in, in uh, college yeah. football. You do nowadays. nowadays yeah. Clemson nowadays. and Alabama. Clemson and Alabama just set the precedent. Yeah, there's this guy, that quarterback Clemson, named oh, Trevor Lawrence. Let's <laughs> <laughs> pull like the – so oh. I mean, two, there was a kid last year named Tua, the quarterback yeah. to Alabama. Right. Jalen Hurts was a freshman when they won the National Championship, yeah. right? What was the other guy's name for Clemson? Wide receiver, too? Wasn't yeah. he a freshman? Yeah. So, uh, all right, so I <laughs> – Smart, smart Alex. What's the one? Say the word ass. Like, okay. No, we got my boy. Because we won't call you a dumbass. We got, you we, got, that. we got Jake the Snake over here. I'm going to respect that. Um, what is the one sport known for one and done? It's not college football. Well, you can't be one and done. Because you can't be one and done. They can't. They can't. You can't. By, by, by law. All right. Rule. Okay, you're going to move on. The AAF is changing that. Yeah, we're going to move on now. Now that, now that Andy realizes that you can't be one and done. Yeah, right. Right. So <laughs> get in another speak, shot. But look, speaking of one and done, what? tell me this. And I think this is this is my big rub on Roy Williams, okay? What kind of impact do one and dones have on a program? And then when I mean one and dones, I mean not – not the Zion Williamsons, not the Barretts, not not these guys. You know they're coming for one year, and you know they're leaving. But the guys that come – I mean, Kobe – I mean, let's face it. When Kobe came in, he wasn't really considered going to be – the only right. the, the only one that's come in that was considered to be a one-and-done was Nazir Little from mm-hmm. Carolina. So – the seventh? Seventh Woods. He's Carolina a, a one-and-never. One okay, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Actually, he, was, he had a pretty good shooting day yesterday. But anyway – my point is, is you have these one and dones that come, and they blow up like the kid now that's gone to um, Murray State, the mm-hmm. kid that's predicted to be like the third, yeah. the, the you know third best player in the draft. Yeah. I mean, they predicted that he was going to be good, but not blow up like this. So when a one and done comes, not not when you reload like Kentucky mm-hmm. and Duke with these five, you know, the eighteen McDonald's All Americans, right. but when you have kids that come and blow up, and then they end up leaving. Does how how much does that does that hurt a program? So so me and my buddies had a really good talk about this uh, on the golf course the other day. It has the quality of college basketball fallen over the past say ten years because of the inability to keep people playing. I don't think so. I don't think so. The quality or the fan viewership enjoyment of knowing the players. I think that's what that's the difference. The quality's not gone down. I think it's just the fact that the fans like to see the same player over. Let me tell you, like what, a JJ Reddick, so, right? So, so you think yeah. love to hate them. You, you think five right. guys that play together for two to three years, of course, because somebody's a senior, somebody's a right. junior, you know, so it's not four years yeah. straight like you know uh, Michigan. Look, but like, you, you don't think that having four or five guys on a team that play together for two to three years minimum 
can't put out a better game against guys that are playing one year. No, oh, I, oh, I do. That's no, I don't. Look at the mid majors that look at the mid. That's that, yeah, the mid majors. That's comes exactly out. Exactly what Mike Shishetsky like, said when Elton Brand and all those guys left. When was that? Ninety nine. Yeah, and. Splinter said in the next 10 years, a mid-major will win you had, the national championship. And he gave up on that because he tried that and it didn't work. Right. You had you had better two, players. What, this Loyola. Last year you had two mid-majors in the final, or you had one in, one in the final four in your two. Yeah, one can get there, but I still, for yeah, example, but, LeBron James, he plays college basketball at Duke University. Duke University wins the national championship that year. You like like Melo. I mean, Melo did with well, Syracuse. And so Melo is nowhere near LeBron. Right. <clears throat> well, I, but I think, but I do think you make a great, a great point, Andy. I think that that college basketball hadn't gotten any worse. I just think that by these one and dones happening, it's a, it's allowed the mid majors mm-hmm. to bring in kids that are going to stay for three or four years. I mean, look at, I mean, Gonzaga. They don't necessarily have studs. I mean, they have, you know, their whole run, their whole run. Back 15, 20, 15 years ago was predicated on kids that came and stayed for three, you know, for four years. So I don't think the that the quality of basketball has gotten any worse. I think it's elevated. It, it's allowed some of the some of the yeah. the schools that potentially were also rans to potentially. I mean, we've every year now, every year now, you have someone that shouldn't be in the final four, final, you know, uh, elite eight or whatever, making a run every year. Now, do they win it? No, but 15 years ago, 10 years ago, when these kids were going to the big schools and they were staying for for, you know, for at least three years, yeah, it was the same 16. You weren't having you weren't having right. these, having these mid majors. Kansas, Kentucky. back to your question about the one and done. Thing. Yeah, tell me about. The one I, one. I think a good example, like Dennis Smith Jr. went NC State, played the dunk contest last night. He's obviously a great basketball player. But he did not help the NC State program. At all. And if you look at it right now, he's not loyal to the NC State program. No. So we've not been able to recruit anymore because he was there for one right. year. If Dennis Smith, a player like that, stays three or four years, I think you do you do help yourself recruit better when you have a higher caliber player. But We don't have that. But I'll tell you now. this, NC State, even though you don't realize it, they've benefited by Dennis Smith being being gone. Yeah, because now we don't have to get suspended. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. That's I'm just not a Dennis Smith fan. But anyway. Uh, let's who's, move on. Who's the best pro player that ever played for Gonzaga? I know you know. Give the other guys thirty seconds or ten seconds. They don't know where he played. Yes, I do. The best pro player. He played on the Utah Jazz. He was a point guard. His yep. name was John Stockton. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> right. Oh, I thought you were going to say Adam Morrison. I thought you going to say Adam Morrison that played for the Hornets. That <laughs> yeah. looked like Jim Morrison. Well, he really did a good job right, in the movie. The what's the What's the TV show? That seventy show he did it really well. Man. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of NBA, let's move on. So, do, do any of y'all even want to talk about anything related to the NBA All Star Game weekend playoff? No. Okay, I can well, tell you this: it was a party in Charlotte all weekend. And they really and they said the games changed. The All Star Game weekend has changed because they trade they changed the trade deadline before the All Star Game. Hmm. Was who who won the All Star? Uh, the slam dunk. Some dude from Oklahoma. State. Oklahoma. I thought that the I thought the other kid got who was who who was he dunking against. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. I yeah. thought I thought Dennis Smith Jr. should have won. I thought he got robbed. They, they said, well, he missed the two attempts. Uh, okay. How about him. the three point count? Three point. Joe Harris. Joe, Joe Harris from University of Virginia, white kid. Oh yeah, I that, you, that yeah. Guy stroke it. He beat that guy named <clears throat> Steph Curry. He beat some dude named Steph Did Curry. He beat Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. that stroke it pretty well. Wow. So the the only NBA question I'm going to ask. So there's been a lot of debate about how. <laughs> Giannis, Giannis, whatever his name is, and how the LeBron, Greek freak. the Greek freak, and LeBron drafted their teams. So, <laughs> with LeBron's like first seven picks, LeBron, I want you to tell me what all these what these players have in common. 
Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson, Kawhi, Le- Ka- Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. and Anthony Davis. What do those two well, words? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anthony Davis does not have it. The first four two all, words. What's that? Free agency. They all are. The first four are all up for <clears throat> are eligible for free agency this summer. And I'll start with Case. And help. Yeah, well, actually they do. I didn't realize that. That's what I thought you were yeah, going with. No, no, no. So Kevin Durant, Irving, Clay Thompson, and Leonard all are up for free agency this year. Uh, so my question to you is, and let's put Anthony Davis in that list as well. Because he's demanding a trade. And- Who on Team LeBron would fit in best with him oh ne- next year in L.A.? I mean, they've done it, they've done it before. Well, I'm just going to tell you this. Clay Thompson. Kyrie. I think Kyrie. Kyrie would I think good. Kyrie. He figured out when he went to Boston that. Hey man, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Robin. I'm a Robin. I'm not I need a Batman. A Batman. I, I need my Batman. Mm-hmm. And he, he's not the Batman. Wow. He's not a Batman. One hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree with you. So if he is goes he back, ego gonna allow that though. He already, he's already called and, he's already and, called. and apologized. Yeah. Really? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's the big test to LeBron. To LeBron. Really? Yes. So he called and apologized. I didn't realize how hard this is. But you know what? Plus, Boston I, I, did well without him last that's year. That's exactly. And he so I think that's like, part of it. I can go. I can go to LA. But I still don't think. We can I still don't think he's the best fit for him. I, I think the one that they've, that they've been trying to pursue, Anthony Davis, Anthony is Davis. the worst fit. I think he's the worst fit. Really? It's yeah. Much he like climbs up the middle. Well, that is a drone of LeBron in a sense. Well, is, they're very similar. Well, nah, that's that's not true. But what what makes LeBron? What made Jordan? He needs a three. What? He needs a three point shooter. That's right. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's a poor man's but, LeBron. Right. Kyrie's Kawhi older. Kyrie's older. Good you know, Kyrie's still not a game changer. Clay Thompson, I'm, a man that can spot and shoot. You he needs that. I, I wonder if defense out. Yeah, LeBron point. penetrate, stretch the defense out, penetrate, kick, hit the three. I think. I mean, Kyrie would be my second choice, but I think number one choice. But now, you know, it's kind of crazy to say, damn, man, what if, like, Kevin Durant and LeBron were on the same team together? Now, Kevin Durant would help. Would, ha- oh. would help. <laughs> you see how anybody. You think he would help? <laughs> he would make the Knicks a contender. He'd help. He'd help. He'd help. He'd help. Of course, Clay Thompson's dad <laughs> played for the Lakers, too, didn't he? Michael Thompson. Yeah. You know where Michael Thompson's from? Everybody, does anybody know where Michael Thompson was born? Mm-hmm. I think the he was born in the Bahamas. That's right. name of the wife. Yeah. A random sure question does. with that. I think Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson. One of them stays in Golden State, and if I'm Golden State, I'd go after Kevin Durant over Clay Thompson. Do you really see? I go after Clay Thompson. I go after Clay Thompson because he's younger. Does Clay Thompson no. realize he needs to be? I mean, the he's third. a spot up shooter. He he's to not a create his own shot. No, right? absolutely. It's okay. So, so here's right. my view. <laughs> so Clay Thompson is a third tier person. He's not the. Going to be the fact. He's number two. He's number two on most teams. Well, he's, he's, a, a first, he's, a, he's a third tier person on Golden State. On the, on the <laughs> Lakers, he would be the same. He's like the first and best, well, second, second gonna, best shooter in the world. So, so here's my point it's like building a franchise around a wide receiver. So, a three point shooter, if that's your threat, a defense can focus on that and put a stop to you. And you're. The no threat's avoid. LeBron. The, the threat's, threat's LeBron. LeBron. My point, well, yeah. But do you think they can't divide? Uh, You're struggling today, Andy. I just want you to know. Well, I'm on two people back, so <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, it's been a rough day. Okay. <laughs> I know what you're saying, though. You, you can devise a plan to deal with LeBron and shut down a three-point shooter. And you've got to have that so who's second your, person. So who's your, who do you think the best fit is? Uh, I mean... I mean, Kevin Durant would be intriguing, but I don't think Kevin's even. I don't, Kevin I don't, think, that's really, I don't think that's even possible to make happen. No. I, I mean, Antonio Davis is a 
low probability, but if it can make, make happen, they're a threat immediately. Right. Uh, you get Clay Thompson, they're a little bit better, but they still get beat by Golden State. I'd like to see Kyrie or Clay. That's me personally. You think right. it'd be about Golden State if Clay and Kevin Durant leave Golden State? Kevin oh, Durant, yeah. Kevin Durant maybe heading to the to He's the gone, right. He's gone. He, I mean, they say, but Which I mean, is crazy. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Football, because we're like 30, 30 minutes right now, yeah. and we haven't even got halfway through this. But that's awesome. Great conversation. So this is pretty interesting. So there's not a lot of college football things going on right now, but I saw a report today that rated um, – you always talk about who's flying under the radar with the draft and stuff like this. So, but this uh, report I read was the five most overrated prospects in the NFL draft. Huh. So I only listed two of them. So Will one Greer. of them, <laughs> Will Greer is one of them. And we're going to talk about that. And, and I've got a quote right here. So the number one most overrated prospect is Dwayne Haskins, Ohio State quarterback. One of the NFL scouts said, yeah, he's a pretty good quarterback, but the problem is this quarterback class is not very good. This quarterback class right. is weak. This right. quarterback class. Yeah. When Kyler Murray at 5'8 is legitimately the second best quarterback in this group, Yeah, he's 5'10. He's not 5'10. And NC State's quarterback and NC is in the top five still, yeah. I think. Yeah, and, you know, so – but anyway, Dwayne Haskins was one. There was there was offense. There was two offensive linemen. One from Ole Miss. One from uh, Wisconsin. And then the defensive lineman, the Lawrence guy from Clemson, was rated as 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 overrated because they're saying you you never take a nose tackle. He's he's going to be he's projected to be a nose tackle in in the NFL. Wow. You yeah. don't take a, a a nose tackle that high in the draft if you're going to take somebody on the line. And you get edge, you get edge rushers. You take yeah. Edge you take yeah. You take, take Mac. He wrote, but anyway, and Dominican Sue rewrote that rule though. Yes, you're right. You're true. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. But the fifth one, the fifth most overrated quarterback was our buddy and Trevor's best friend, Will Greer. Will Greer, quarterback, West Virginia. Who I'm not even going to re- rehash the selfishness of Will Greer. Um, but I will read this. Read this quote. This is a quote. This is a quote from an NFL scout, and this is awesome. This is what an NFL scout asking to to remain to remain anonymous said about Will Greer. Just because you play quarterback, just because you're a little short, and just because you have a beard and wear a headband, that doesn't make you Baker Mayfield. <laughs> that is legitimately a great freaking quote. He's my stud of the week. The, the NFL scout that said that? Yes. That's my stud of the week. Too, he, right he, he don't have the confidence like a Baker Mayfield does either, though. Anyway. Well, I heard Will Brew is so scared, he's wearing a wetsuit in the shower so he, did get, he doesn't get burned. Doesn't get burned by the water in yeah. case he gets hurt. Um, okay. Yes. Anyway, so let's move on. NFL. Bob Costas gets fired, gets tossed because of his stance on CTE. Bobby, you take this one because you're the one that provided the And it's not necessarily his stance. It's just he wanted to present this, he wanted to present this message about CTE. During the Super Bowl, tell me what CTE is. So. It's, the, it's the concussion protocol, you know, protocol stuff. What's his and, stance? And, I don't know what his stance is. So. He, he he sincerely was. It's a it's a major concern that the NFL is playing down, and he thought it'd be an appropriate time to bring this issue up because he's saying CTE is such a major issue that we need to address it. Because if not, more people are going to get injured and die, basically. And I agree with him. I think CTE is a major issue, and I can see football having less people play in the future because of this issue. Okay. I, I, you think NFL or watering down even I think not I, watering but even I'm thinking like kids children yeah. less children will play thus less people want to view it yeah so if less people play you think more people more kids will play soccer 
I, I mean, baseball, everyone's man. already playing soccer. I mean, Mark Cuban was talking. <laughs> Mark Cuban was talking about this, and I believe him. He said there's gonna be less viewership there, and it's not soccer actually. They were talking about what's gonna be the next big thing is kids watching other kids play video games. Oh yeah, esports. That's dude. esports. That's, 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 that's like crazy. He said if I could buy a sport right now. I'm buying esports. I'm well, not buying could. the NFL. Well, no, he, he can't. Is. He yes, he backers? can. He's one of the backers. But but yeah. it's, but he said I would buy esports Damn. over any other professional sports, yeah. and I agree with him. Well, he could technically because the the NBA has tried to has tried to partner with the with with the e game so league. Yeah, and there's a ton of NBA franchises that are that are utilize. They're basically utilizing their arenas in the off season yes. to hold these big e gaming yeah. tournaments, these e gaming events. So basically, what you're saying is we're going to have a in about ten years, we're going to have a class of five foot ten, five foot eleven, four hundred pound fat kids sitting on the, sitting no, on the yeah. we, we because have, they're watching other they, kids they play. I mean, this is this yeah. is even worse than we this a, is even worse than playing video games. Right. Well, can I show you? So, we get a I'm chance. So, wait a minute, I'm going to say something. <laughs> okay, so anybody that doesn't want to hear what I'm getting ready to say, I'm getting ready to say a very bad word. So these kids are so lazy they're not even playing video games they're watching other kids play video games they're, they're watching to learn okay okay and i'll give you a great example yes they're yeah. learning tactics they are I, and at joey you can test this we had an eight-year-old and 12 year old over the house today and both those kids watch more youtube than any tv show they're watching ninja on uh YouTube. fortnite fortnite yeah. youtube they're studying learning. their fortnite games to learn how to play to compete wow. they're that's, doing that more than anything else and that's going to get them far and, you are, and that's going to get them far it's life. strategy now, we should bring. Right, oh shit! Bring, I'm going in for a job Ed, interview. Let me figure out how I can Ed Fortnite King, kill, bring Ed kill someone. King in here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we'll call Ed King in who helped with Fortnite creation. We'll bring him in. Look, Lonsdale County boy, Steve so, King's son. All right, so bring him in. I'll, I'll, so that's fine. Just, interesting question. At any point in the future, as we continue to grow in technology, does some sort of e-game? Overtake the popularity of a major sport. Shit! Oh, yes. wait, 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 wait. Right in, What's in, a major sport? Of, What's in, a major sport? You know, in terms of like a tournament to where like you know the Fortnite champion. <laughs> I'll tell you this. They already sell out arenas. And, oh yeah, they and do. They Andy, the, I'll tell you this. I will watch an e-game Fortnite tournament before I watch a freaking baseball, baseball game. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's there's there. Bear there. Mark Cuban's, yes. Mark Cuban's a little eccentric. Drugs. They give you drugs at those e-games, man. Mark Cuban's eccentric, but I believe Mark Cuban when he says it's going to be the biggest sport. In 20 years. It will wow. not top NFL football. Yes, ever. it will. He ever. said NFL football, ever. esports wow. will top NFL football. Well, in 20 so years when we're doing this podcast, we'll see. <laughs> so I just Maybe Bobby might have to pay that bet off. Yeah, maybe you'll pay <laughs> that bet off. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I posed the question. With interest. And you said Mark Cuban would take that bet. Yes. Would anyone else take that bet that the winner of a esport will be more popular than Tom Brady? Shit, no. Never. Never. More popular with because certain the problem, yes. Because the problem with the whole yeah, thing I'm talking, is... I'm talking about national. The problem, talking listen, about the problem with it is, dude, it's an age thing. People that are 15 years old to 55 or 60 years old watch freaking football. Well, I'm people, that watch, people that watch e-games, people that watch e-games... When you, if you're watching an e-game and you're 50 years old, you need to get a freaking life. No, yeah. I'm just telling you, dude. Yeah, okay, okay. But you can't even say that 20 years. But 20 years. When that's they're, 20, kids. they're 32. Yeah, yeah. But, the same, but you don't yeah. build audience. Yeah, you the, do. I'm still yeah. playing video. I'm still playing Madden. Wait, and all my friends still play Madden. <laughs> I mean, Matt Cross lives and dies by it. This ain't going to be a rag on Bobby Mills to say he's a damn kid, kid show. Okay? <laughs> well, there's that in Madden. Yeah, but you're the exception. You're not the rule. You're also a successful businessman. 
I'm also single. And You're also not single. Kids. That That's right. So, so you can now. All I'm saying is, is, is that the fan base is not sustainable. You're rolling over the fan base every certain number of years. <sighs> I'm just it's it's impossible to sustain. And I'm just gonna tell you this, if that's the case, in thirty years or twenty years, if there's a fifty year old or forty year old that's president of the United States and, and watches e gaming every day, I'm moving to freaking Russia. I'm just gonna tell you because they, they don't put up with that shit. Uh, Robert Mueller, remember Joey, how pissed Russia. are you gonna be when one of your players come up and say, I'm sorry I was late, my dad was in the semifinals of the Eastern North Carolina Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, Fortnite game. But good news my dad won two million dollars, so I would not be upset at all. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Oh, I'm not against sure. e-gaming, but it's never going to overtake me. <laughs> it will not overtake me. How did we football. get to e-gaming from talking about Bob Costas losing his job for CTE? <laughs> Who knows, dude? Who knows? Oh I was talking about... It doesn't matter. No, Thanks. tell me. How, how, Thanks, how because I was talking about CTE and concussion protocols, and I was just and talking about other... people going to... Oh, yeah, I've heard. And Mark Cuban was also yeah. a big advocate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that about is that a tangent. Issue. So, let, so let me ask you guys this question. Who, who thinks Bob Costas is a good announcer? I don't. I think he's kind of boring. One to ten. Oh, three. three. He's boring. I think he's at seven. I think he's boring. I think he's yeah. insightful. I think I think he's very sincere. He's very knowledgeable. But I just said one to ten. Let's I, don't, I don't like Wait. him announcing a game, but I do like his commentary. I like so his I commentary. A nine. I like him on, I give him a nine. I like him on HBO. Real, yeah, yeah, exactly. real sports. Okay. His, his segments are good, but yeah. his commentary. All right, let's move on. All right, let's move on. So, other NFL news this week. Joe Flacco, Broncos. Oh Does that move the needle anyway? And I'm ready. Yeah. And I'm ready to argue this. Pass below E. I That's disagree. Like having a cold and taking a shot. I agree. No, I, I disagree. I, I disagree with you too. And Joe I, Flacco is going to prove something. I'll tell you this. Joe Flacco is a lot better quarterback than Lamar Jackson, and the Denver Broncos well, yeah, are going to make the playoffs. And the Denver Broncos are going to be in the Final Four in the AFC. Where's Joe Flacco quarterback rating one to thirty-two? There's a lot of mediocre quarterbacks. Where's he at one to eleven? What? Top 11? Uh, oh, he's in the top 15. Is he better than Tony Romo was in yes. his prime? Yes, yes, Wow. Oh, he's got wow. one more Super Bowl in this championship. That's he because does. he had a defense. That's right. And what does Denver have? Denver's got a defense. Not that good a defense. This is the Trent. He is the Trent Dilfer of this age right here. Joe Flacco just doesn't need to make a mistake. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Patriots, but he's better than Case Keenum. Was he? So and, and you're saying so it's, a, and it's the AFC West too, Bobby. You're saying he's they, gonna, but he played he played well enough one year to they're win. They're going to be a wild card to win the Super Bowl because they're not going to well, beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they're going to be a wild card. I'm just saying beat the Chargers. Yes, yes. The Chargers were a fluke this year, man. What? Yeah, they were. And a fluke. I love I love the quarterback. Yeah, and, I love Phillip Rivers. Wait and see. I'm telling you, wow. Joe Flacco's got a point to prove. Wait and see. Wow. Denver, if Denver's defense can play, you've got legitimately the second best linebacker in the NFL behind behind Khalil Mack in Von Miller. You've got uh, the guys on the line. You've got, a, you've got the kid from it's State. It's a simple Brand, question. It's Brandon, simple. Brandon Chubb, uh, Chubb. Bradley Chubb. It's a simple question. You think Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Joe no. Flacco? So, <coughs> but he's still the best of the, the worst. Baltimore Ravens, the worst no, of the but the Baltimore no, Ravens do. So it was so, so bad they took Joe Flacco out because he couldn't do anything with the no, Ravens. So no, Joe, Joe Flacco got hurt. And, and he couldn't like, get his job back. Yeah, kind of like Drew Brees. I mean, Drew, Drew Bledsoe, yeah. who couldn't get his job back from Tom Brady. Now, I'm not comparing Tom Brady to Lamar Jackson <laughs> okay. by any means. Please well, don't. Once you go out and you're injured, it's kind of, unless you're just – unless you're a – Unless stud, you're Tom Brady. Unless you're Tom <laughs> – no, unless you're Drew Brees, unless you're somebody like that, you don't get your job back. But, but they, that, didn't, they didn't think they were going to make, make the playoffs. But, but that they had thrown Lamar Jackson in because they were like, hell, we're out of the playoffs. And then the pit, and, and, and then the Steelers just choked it. Screwed yeah. the pooch. They're good at that. I mean, and you know, and that happened. I'm just saying, sure, wait sure. and see. What? Let's just wait and see wow. what Joe Flacco does. Wow. He's so, the best of the worst or the worst of the best. So I'm going to look at this from the other side. 
Stuber side. In terms, no, <laughs> in terms of the Ravens, kind of like um, how Atlanta went with Mike Vick, and they they were good with Mike Vick, but they weren't winning a Super Bowl with Mike Vick. No. So did the, the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens, will not make the playoffs next year. Is I, that your question? I agree with that. No, in, in terms of like they made a serious stand on their quarterback. They'll be seven. The Ravens will be six and ten or seven and nine I, this year. I agree a hundred percent. I think that's the bigger story. It's not so much about the Broncos getting that much better, but did the Ravens, the Ravens just regress. solidify? They, they regressed their uh, second rate uh, team. All right. Yes, they 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 definitely solidified, and the Pittsburgh Steelers going to win the Super Bowl. Wait and see. What? They're going to represent the AFC last week. I went on. Yeah, I went on. I know. I heard you. Miss that part. All right, here we go. Last thing, NFL. Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed settled grievances with the NFL. We can really talk about it, but we don't know anything because it's all under. It's over ten million dollars. We don't know. You don't know that. I mean, I'm assuming we're assuming it's simple math. It's over. Yeah, it's over. The bigger story out of the whole thing, and I said this before we came on air, is that Kaepernick's attorney. Was was said on record that Kaepernick was going to play in the NFL and that he was going to play for either the Panthers or the Patriots. What are your thoughts on that? Do y'all first of all do y'all even think that Colin Kaepernick wants to play in the NFL? Do I don't think, think he's good enough to he play sucks. in the NFL. Well, not if he's good enough. Do you think he wants to play? Absolutely, because he like he probably thinks he has something. To Does play he know that he sucks? But I know if he, you know, he was one in ten or one in nine in his last ten games, or one in ten in his last. You know, who's a better marketer, him, him or Levar Ball? God, man, that's man. that's wow. amazing. Wow. So that's just, a question for the. So ages. I'm just going on fan record. base out there on Facebook. You need to answer yeah, that you know, question. That's a, a pretty genius marketing. If you know your career is going down a tank, like just make some outlandish. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, how is he not a marketer? Like the guy from uh, Empire. Yeah. In Chicago, fake the. Uh, the hoax. Yeah, I saw that dude. That's crazy. The kid, yeah, the guy that played. He was yeah. getting written off the show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was getting written off the show. Yeah, is he? Okay, I watched that wow. show. Fake getting beat up. So, and then we just buy into it as a bunch <laughs> of idiots. But let me ask you this: So, I'm I'm going on record right now and say this: If the Panthers sign Colin Kaepernick, oh I will never pull for the Panthers again. Oh, but you know and someone said well Eric Reed's playing playing for him and but my contention is is that if Colin Kaepernick would have never started this Eric Reed would have never I mean I don't personally I don't care if the Panthers sign, I mean they resigned well, regardless of what you think about Colin Kaepernick politically he's obviously a hell of a marketer oh he is but but he's on Nike now but, but <laughs> But is he a hell? But that, that, being on Nike doesn't mean anything. I remember they're saying. they're trying to Nike is all about trying to sell shoes, man. Of and course, and that's why he's trying to sell his stuff. So he my, is. Well, my but he knows if he plays football, it will tarnish what he's done. Yes, that's right. If he wise. plays, he'll become yeah. Human again. Right now, right now, he's he's at this level. If he has to throw the football, it's people, people are responding like crazy. What are they saying? His hair is bigger than Kobe White. If he has to play, <laughs> he's he's on cloud nine right now. If he has to play and actually throw the football, no. he'll, be, he'll be on cloud two. Yeah, because he's not a quarterback. He can't man. hit he that sucks. wall. Yeah. He sucks. Playing so makes him human again. I will not say that I would never pull for the Panthers ever again, but I certainly would not ever watch a game that he was uh, on the team. We got some Go Bronco fans. Hell yeah, how about that? Okay, let's move on. New little section here, business of sports. And this is because of you. Roger Goodell or Adam Silver. So reports surfaced this week that NFL owners had approached Adam Silver in the past couple years, two or three years, and had wanted him to become – 
the next commissioner of the NFL. If you were if you were Roger Goodell, would this piss you off? Heck yeah. Do you think? I mean, what's the, I don't I mean, think Roger Goodell's got anything to get pissed off about. He's got to guarantee the rest of his life. Roger he can still use the NFL Roger, jet Roger, the rest of his life. He has. He really? get, he's getting paid between forty and forty-five million dollars right. a year, right. and the use of got permanent health life insurance for the rest of his life. Permanent and jet the, use and, and the use of a private jet. For the rest of life. If I was Roger Goodell, you know what I would say? Hey, man. I'm ready to retire. Fire my ass. No, I'm ready to retire. Yeah. And and hire him. That's exactly what I would say. But my point, but so if you were, my my big question is. This is an owner-player's question. That's right. So if you were, Uh, would you rep? No. That's. Adam Silver is profitable. Adam Silver. Adam Silver is a player. He is a player. He is a player's commissioner. Yes. Roger Goodell is a owner's commissioner. That's absolutely right. So, so, first of all, Adam Silver wouldn't last six weeks as the NFL commissioner. You know why? Because Jerry Jones would ream his ass out and threaten to sue him just like he did Roger Goodell. I mean, they serve at the pleasure of the owners. Well, the bottom line is, and this is a bigger issue, and this is the one thing, and we're at 47 minutes, so I'm going to try to be as brief as possible. I appreciate every athlete that does what they do whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever. But what everybody in society needs to realize and what these damn athletes need to realize is that the some bitch owners that own these league teams, they didn't make their freaking money. Yeah, they don't need they don't, they don't. They could do away with their freaking teams today and they could still be millionaires. Except, millionaires. For, Jer- except for Jerry yeah. Jones. Jerry Jones is the one that his sheer he's net the, worth is he in is, the Cowboys. He's the only one. But, but, majority, but 99% of the other guys, they could strike a – they could strike a line through pro football, pro basketball, and everything today, and those all those owners would still be millionaires and billionaires. And those athletes, this some bitches have to get regular jobs like it, like but like you, everybody else. So what I'm telling you is, is those some bitches need to get up every morning and kiss the damn owners' ass and thank them for them having a damn job and not having to go to a grind eight to five like everybody. But else do you know why people are talking about Adam Silver versus Goodell? Do you know what the issue is? He can handle himself. But, uh, no, political. It's, 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 it's a political issue. It's not political. It's business. Well, well. The, the, yeah. the bottom line is this: the NFL knows they're not popular outside the United States. Yep. The NBA is popular worldwide. It's okay. an international sport. But let me tell you why that is. But let me tell you why that is. Basketball's a lot cheaper to play anywhere. But let me tell you why that yeah. is, man. It's easier to market. And this is this is this has been said this has been said forever. With football players, you can't see their face, dude. They got on helmets and face masks. That wasn't it. Yeah. It's, it's all about the international the, the NBA, the NBA, you can see the guys. It's a more I mean, how many three hundred pound Power fours besides Zion Williamson, do you see playing basketball? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, but my point is, is basketball is a more graceful, more athletic sport, and you can see the faces of of these guys. If but what I'm, does that do? But the NFL's more popular, look, so you're, look, you're, you're actually look, hurting if, Antonio, if you didn't know, if you had never seen Antonio Brown's face, he was six two. 195 pounds, and he was walking in Jackson Mall. You wouldn't know who the hell that son of a bitch was. Yeah, but you're being because, counterintuitive. The NFL because, is the number because, one team. Because, because you you're never saw his face. You're counterintuitive. The NFL is the most popular sport in the United States. What, what, so what, but the what, argument what, makes no sense. Yes, it does because it's a culture. I, I'm not talking about abroad. I'm not talking about in Europe. In in the United culture. States, football has been here forever. Basketball sucked them up until 1979 until Magic and Bird went went to the NBA. They they used to have the NBA Finals on tape delay, dude. 
Football. Yeah. Football. You, you had the Super Bowl tape delay this last year. Football. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, we were sitting in your basement. Football. Football has. Football has and always will be king in the United States of America. And yeah. e-gaming or basketball will never top it. Now abroad. And if you want to expand your your you know your viewer base your, yes. and your you know but hell the world's a if, bigger market than just the United States. Yeah, but that's the whole point. But if Adam I was NFL, Silver, Adam Silver's an international guy, but I, basketball's become international, and he's the key. And if the NFL yeah. wants to commit to this, then they need to go to London, and we need to start a team within the next four well, years. Well, the problem, but London. the problem is, do they sell out when they go to Europe? No, yes. the game sold out. No, they don't. They give them t- they give away tickets, man. Do they? Yeah. No, I mean, listen, I'm not it's saying about the Bucks. Who brings in the most money? So, at the end of the day, the NFL is the most profitable sport in the country. Yes. And it's on 16 games. What Roger Goodell does with 16, 17 weeks compared to what Adam Silver, like, I mean, it's like comparing the, what the CEO of Apple to a CEO of some whatever Pretty big, but not as big company. Apple used to be that smaller company. Bear with me. I am. The the criticism (laughs) that Roger Goodell is under to produce what he produces in the amount of time he has. The man can't hold a press conference. It doesn't matter. He can get a damn TV contract negotiated with. I'm just gonna take that. Did he get nine million dollars a year? And that's in the United States. That's not a problem. Look, look. The other great, the other thing that you're just really not recognizing is. The NBA is an international sport from the player perspective. There's no there's no African, no Chinese, no New Zealand football player that's playing football. Right. And that's done worth a squat in football. And if the it's so international, the minute, why are they not making more money than the NFL? minute the minute you get the if minute such a great the minute the next Tom Brady the minute the next Tom Brady surfaces from, from Australia, then football as we know it will be the biggest sport ever in Australia. Joey, what do you think? I'm You've just been telling kind of you, man. Silent I mean, on the issue. That's a good point. I mean, there's. I mean, name the greatest non-American-born football Joe, what do you player think? ever. Yeah. I was trying. To, I was looking up. The, well, by the, the time you figure that out, we're going to. I was looking at average attendance for yeah. each game. Like NBA's twenty-seven thousand, mm. NFL sixty-seven thousand. There's more. There's more but games. There's yeah. more, yeah. Games. Right, more games. Right, 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 more right. games. Bigger stadiums. Right. I mean, so. and, the average, and the average ticket cost. What's the total um, revenue? I didn't look. I was they got more than five attendance. times the games, and that attendance is not five times that. Right. Okay. We're gonna, skip, we're gonna skip what's on your damn mind because yeah. we're, we're at fifty three minutes. So let's go to our studs and duds of the week. I'm just going on record and saying my stud of the week is the news reporter that yes. compared Will Greer to Baker Mayfield. So that's my stud of the week. Andy, you got stud of the week. Man, until Harden misses a shot, he's my man. What? That guy's freaking I think if you took that many shots in in the game, you'd be able to score that many points too. Did you see and, where where man, it's one thing to stop a guy? It's one thing. It's a different thing when you know what the guy's going to do, and he still does well, it in front of your face it, every night. Well, you can take four steps every time. Jordan. Did you hear what? Did you hear what a fan and Charlotte asked uh, James Harden? Hey man, how, how so? So how many steps? Is traveling, and he held, <laughs> and, and he held up two hands. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, and, and there's referees out there for a reason. How many exactly. points would Michael Jordan average in today's game? Uh, not as many. He wasn't a, a good three-point shooter. I agree. Yeah, he wasn't a very good three-point shooter. <coughs> but Trevor, if you ask Trevor, but but if you ask Trevor, he would probably I'm, he was I'm probably the saying, best three-pointer of all time. I'm not saying Harden <laughs> is anywhere near Jordan, but in terms of today's game, the guy is no. just freaking God. on fire. Bob, who's your stud of the week? My stud of the week would be Steve Vincent. 
Steve Goodson because he was <laughs> talking about that reporter that bashed Will Greer. The only one is if you would bash Will Greer more. Gotcha. Bobby, stud of the week. My stud and dud actually happened in the same game. Okay. Duke-Louisville. No, that's certainly uh, my dud, and we'll get there. But Louisville's wow. the dud. Duke's the stud. Why is Duke the stud? Because they never gave up. I love a team that never gives but up. But if one person's a dud and, and, they, and they're at fault, did the stud really do anything to impress? They, they did. scored 35 points in the last right. nine minutes it's of the game. game. So I mean, they're the studs. So they're the studs, but did they but did they do it or did I mean Okay, go ahead. You have to shoot it and make it in the basket. Who played yeah. not to lose? Yeah. <laughs> this, okay. this gets back to what we were talking about earlier, uh like uh, with Keats being the coach, like they still have to go out and you know, make the shots. Well damn, Duke still had to go out there and freaking put a whole bunch of points on the board in eight minutes. Wow. So I'll give them credit for that. So my dud is well, hold Louisville. On. Hold on your dud. Oh, all right. Who's your stud of the week? My stud of the week is uh, Serie C, which is third division Italian soccer. Yes. Cuneo. They scored 20 goals in the game. Hell yeah, dude. Most Professional action, soccer. Most action Was it make take of all time. 20 goals in the game. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Man. Was the other team playing a man down and that would be without they the goalie? They were playing more than one man down. It's a funny story. Okay, we don't have time for it. So I guess you're on. Uh, Dud of the week is the defense. Is the, the team uh, that gave up twenty goals? <laughs> <laughs> See, the stud and duck can all be in the same. They, had, they played seven guys. Seven they, guys. They started with seven because a bunch of the players didn't play because they weren't getting paid, so they didn't play. Because they were play- <laughs> They didn't play because they were at an e gaming conference. Right. right. Yeah. So, <laughs> they they, they played. E-gaming. The seventh man was the equipment manager. <laughs> they put a jersey on and taped up the name. Until another guy came. You're so that's kind of what. This whole uh, that's kind of like what Duke. That's kind of that's kind of like what Duke's gonna do next year. That's kind of that's kind of be that's kind of be what Duke's gonna do next year. You know, Duke on the back of their jerseys, they have their numbers, and they they don't have their their names aren't aren't. It aren't etched into their jerseys. They're velcro on okay. because next year they're going to just rip them all <laughs> yeah. and, just, and just put new ones on. Okay, dud of the week, Bob. Dud of the week, and of course I hate to mention baseball, but. The the writer, who, I mean, Mariana Rivera was the first unanimous pick ever for the first ballot. The, Hall, of Hall of Famer. So my dud is the sports writer who didn't put Cal Ripken in there and other ones like in his caliber, but Mariana Rivera made it. It was probably Bob Costas. Probably Bob Costas because he, he, he was busy with CT. All right, Andy, now you can tell us your, now you can tell us your dud of the week. The coach of Louisville. Uh, like, full court press for eight minutes. Like, if you get it wrong for the first few minutes, I get it. But it was like they did the same thing for eight minutes straight. That never worked. And it never. They kept shooting the ball, too, though. They got it across and they shot the ball a couple times with 10 seconds into the shot clock instead of holding the ball. All of that goes to, like, coaching, like, talking them up on what they should be doing. They, call, they burn timeouts. You can't, you can't play for them. You can't play for them. They know how to break the trap. Is that the press? The press, the press, the press. No, no, everybody thinks the press is to make steals. Joe, yeah. I appreciate your press. It's to increase the tempo. It's to increase the tempo. The press is to let them take quick shots. So, so, so while you and Andy were having your little love fest back forth, um, what are the good looking? The the a press is to change the tempo of the game, right? And it worked. Force a quick shot, and sometimes you lose. Sometimes they make a shot, and that's what happened. So sometimes you make them, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Do you think that Duke comeback's more impressive than Duke comeback against Maryland when they're down by ten in a minute? I like under ten 
down 10 under a minute. That, that game was memorable. Yeah, that yeah. always Because Maryland was better than – Maryland was better than – They were down by – Maryland was a top five team. Remember, they yeah. made a national championship the year after yeah. before. So that, right. that game, you will never forget that game. It will always be the second best comeback of all time. Look up Walter Davis, Carolina, against Duke. Back in 1970-something. 46. Yeah. No, they were, no, 1970-something. They were down by like five or seven points with 15 seconds to go. Well, Clemson almost did that to Louisville yeah, yesterday. I, saw that. I mean, All right, Bobby, who's your stud? Your dud already, of the I already said it. Louisville. Okay. Did you say? Oh, you, yeah, it was my. Yeah, yeah, the yeah Joey's picked the same game. Okay. Now, this is this is an inter- interesting one. Did you really say that? Yes. This is a quote, and I want you to tell me who this quote's about. They don't consider me an elite quarterback. I won four Super Bowls in six years. Twice back to back, no radio in my helmet. I call my own plays. No rules protecting me or the receivers. Terry Bradshaw. No spy gate. No deflate yep. gate. Just me and my men. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Pittsburgh yep. Steelers. Obviously, in reference to Tom Brady with spy gate and deflate gate. I guarantee I you, Terry Bradshaw. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw's hands are a lot bigger than Tom Brady's. Yes. <laughs> I bet his nuts are too. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely got less hair. Here we go. His wife, I don't care if his wife is hot, she's not as hot. No, not okay. possible. All right, here we go. Rapid fire. I'm his third wife. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to answer this? <laughs> True or false? True or false? Greg Cooper, legendary Jacksonville High School sports stud, his claim to fame is that he once held Michael Jordan to 33 points in the bird cage at Jacksonville High School. True. True. Kareem Hunt to Browns. Good move or bad move for the Browns' plans, chances to make the playoffs? I love it. I like it. I'm, I'm, yeah. He's not even. He can hit. I don't even like think he's playing next year. <laughs> All right, Kareem Hunt to Browns. Good move or bad move for Browns in the PR department? Yes, good move. Doesn't good. matter. It's football. I like what the one guy said on ESPN about no one deserves a second chance when you have a dream job, though. That was a pretty good. Yeah, I heard that this week. That was too. pretty good. He goes, "I'm all for everybody getting second chances, but when you have a dream job, you really don't deserve a second yeah. chance." I heard that too. That was, I mean, Baker Mayfield is the he, he's the man. Baker so Mayfield changes the game. He's yeah. just got that type of a, a, that a good, personality. A good question. Like they're riding their wave right now. Could he go to any other team in the NFL and not be? That team not get criticized. I, I think the Browns is the one team yeah. because so many people Everybody's are on board, on board, like, on board. Come like, on, oh, Browns, all day. Like, yeah. Come on, <laughs> we'll let you beat. We'll let you hire the wife beater. It's totally fine. Just win uh, five hundred. And Kareem more. Hunt too. I mean, obviously the girl. I don't think is he still with that woman. I think he is. I have no not saying that matters. And obviously, I'm not for any man hitting a woman. But there's a lot more football players that have done a lot worse, aka Ray Lewis, who killed somebody. He did not kill. He didn't. Yeah. He All right. Okay. We're moving on. We're okay. Moving on. Hold on. How about how about one challenge here that we have the two men in a six pack broadcast from the Browns' first time game? Dude, that would be awesome. Let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. All right. Why do you in? Because most likely they'll play Pittsburgh. <laughs> I hope. Not. Okay. Here we go. Jesus. Browns. That's a fun game. Duke's twenty-three point comeback win over Louisville. Did that solidify them as the best team in the country? Definitely not. Rapid fire, boy. No. 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 All right. Duke's 23-point comeback win over Louisville. Did that solidify that Louisville just really isn't that good? (laughs) Yes, Yes, indeed. Yes. All right. Anthony Davis, Eli Manning, Kobe Bryant, John Elway. Is there any difference in any of these small brats? (laughs) Anthony Davis, I'm not going to play. Eli Manning, I'm not going to play. Kobe Bryant, I'm not going to play. John Elway, I'm not going to play. Is there any difference in any of these? John Elway did get drafted by the Yankees, too, that year. No, but that wasn't what – he got drafted by the – he refused to go to the Baltimore Colts. Good point. 
Well, he could have played for the Yankees. That's what he okay. did. He had a power play. This is my podcast. Anthony Davis, <laughs> Eli Manning, Kobe Bryant, John Elway. Is there any difference in any of those full brats? Besides no. John Elway. John Hell Elway. no. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He's got big ass teeth anyway. Yeah, but I know. And he's a terrible GM. Yeah, I agree. Except for, he's, he's except for his Joe Flacco. Except for Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Great yeah, dude. it's kind of fantasy son, Joe Fracco. Okay. okay, here we go. Anthony Davis, Eli Manning, Kobe Bryant, or John Elway. This is this one's tougher. Who would be your number one pick to start a pro franchise, whatever franchise it is? Today? Well, obviously today would be <laughs> Anthony Davis. Davis. <laughs> At the time when they were when they were coming out wow. of college, Anthony Davis, Eli Manning, Kobe Bryant, or John Elway. Wow. Who would you want? Who would be your number one to start? A Not franchise? knowing what we John know, Elway. John Elway. John Elway. He was yeah. the two. He was hyped coming out of college. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, was the most hyped coming out of college. I'd, I'd Kobe was. Would you see he was he was he was unknown, dude. He didn't go to college. He was going to high school to the pros, man. He, so I say yeah. Elway just for yeah. the fact that obviously he had the uh, he, he won to how many championships? A leader in my organization okay. a Super Bowl. So. Three with Shaq. All right, here we go. Pelicans fire GM Dell Depps this week. Mm. Was it a week too late? That's the story right there. I don't know why you fire him now. He's I, a scapegoat. Exactly they said right. they fired him because he wouldn't pull the trigger on making a deal for right. four number one draft picks and like half of the city of Los Angeles' right. property. The, the owners were involved in that, though. Now, the owners... What I've read too is the owners have gotten more involved now. They're they're trying to take more involvement with this process. Well, you know who the owner is, right? He owns the Saints. They've had a well. He's dead. Oh. It's it's the wife, Miss Benson. She's had a bad month. She's had a bad month. Bad month. Yeah. And she got pass interference. Pass interference, and she would own half of L.A. Yeah, they fired, they fired him a week late. They fired him a week late. They did hire Danny Perry though. Right, here we go. That's you have two hours to kill with no one bothering you. Now you got to answer this one quick. What's the one sports movie you watch every time? Mine, Rudy. Ten Cup. Rudy. God, I was going to say Ten Cup. Oh. You can still say it. Either, it's all right. uh, you know what? Either that or any given Sunday. I love Ten Cup. Oh, yeah. Day. Me too. The replacements. Right. The replacements. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> pro- the the program or the replacements. All right. True or false? Major League Baseball sucks. But mo- but most of the true. best but most of the best sports movies are baseball related. <laughs> yes, that is true. That's very true. That's well, extremely we, we just true. mentioned Major two League. movies that neither one were baseball. Yeah. Major League is good. Major League's pretty good. Though. Bull Durham. Yeah. All right, now in tribute, I got a series of um, yes. In, uh, in tribute to, Tom to the, Hanks, the Tom the girls Hanks. play baseball. Uh, League of Their Own. League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Well, All right. crying in baseball. No cries in baseball. Here we go. In, uh, as tribute to the Carolina Duke Duke game on Wednesday, I got a couple Carolina Duke rivalry questions. Which UNC player holds a single game record for defensive rebounds? Sean May, Tyler Hansbrough, Vince Carter, or Joe Forte? Tyler Hansbrough, it's got to be. Defensive rebounds. Psycho T. Joe Forte, Joe Forte, 15. Wow. Being yeah. that Joe Forte was in that list. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, that, that was kind <laughs> that of a good one. 6'4"? Yeah, guard. 6'4". Yeah. Now, the total number of total rebounds, Sean May, offensive defense, holds the record 23. Man. And he had six donuts at halftime. That's right. <laughs> he needs more donuts, Sean May or Zion Williams? That's, <laughs> right. That's not one of my questions, but it should be. Well, Krispy Kreme wasn't. Uh, uh, yeah, the All right. The hot light was on. In, 2000, <laughs> in 2009, Roy Williams and Coach Rat put aside their rivalry to do what? Play a game of one-on-one, open up a restaurant, raise money for charity, or co-star in a commercial? Probably raise money for charity if I had to guess. I think they the French kiss one. each other. <laughs> what up? The commercial one. Yeah, it's a commercial. It's a commercial. Does anybody know what the commercial was? This is crazy when I saw this. Guitar Hero Metallica version of, of Guitar Hero. Nice. Wow. Okay. And they start in it with Rick Patino 
and the fourth was Bobby oh, Knight. Oh, Bobby Knight. Bobby Those were the four nice. that played the four Metallica yeah, bands. The coach you want your kids to play for. Yeah, exactly. Coach Rat's all-time record versus UNC. Duke Athletic Department says it's 46 and 42, and 42, but others say it's 46 and 44. What's the discrepancy? The year he set out when he had his back injury start of the season. That's right. Who was the filling coach at, at, at the time? The one that never has Frank had a job. Pete, Pete Cadet, Pete. who now is a used car salesman in <laughs> Ethiopia because he, yeah. he, he ran him out of freaking college basketball because they went six and a hundred that, that thing. And Coach Rat, because he's all about the school, petitioned to have those two losses uh, or those losses and wins stricken from his record because he didn't coach. Wuss ass. Here we go. In February of 1998, what was missing at the Dean Dome for the first Duke Carolina game? The students, because it was a small crowd because of snow, the towels in Duke's locker room, Ramesses, the mascot, or Michael Jordan's retired jersey? Michael Jordan's retired jersey. Michael Jordan's retired jersey. Four Duke students broke in and climbed the rafters and stole the jersey of Michael Jordan the day before the game. That's awesome. Which arena played host to the largest crowd ever to watch a Carolina Duke game? The Georgia Dome, the RCA Dome, Charlotte Coliseum, or the Verizon Center? I'm going to go with the Dome. Georgia Dome. The Dome. Was it the Final Four? The Dome. They've never met in the NCAA tournament, but they have met in the ACC tournament, and it was in the Georgia Dome, and it was over 40,000 people. Who is Duke's all-time leading scorer in the rivalry? J.J. Reddick, Christian Leitner, Johnny Dawkins, or Mike Jaminski? J.J. Reddick. I'd say Christian Leitner. Oh, you would say wrong. It's Mike Jaminski, 241 points and 150 rebounds. You have to remember, though, yeah, those guys, well, J.J. Reddick and Christian Leitner played four games. Well, J.J. Reddick was the all-time leading scorer for Duke, too. Yeah, but this is in the the rivalry. I know, but I mean, just using simple math. Yeah. Which player, last question, which player holds a single-game scoring record for Carolina or Duke? Who has scored the most points in any game? Jason Williams, Lenny Rosenblum, Antoine Jameson, or Dick Grote? Anton Jameson. Dick Grove. Lenny Rosenblum. Dick Grove. 48. <laughs> That's the most awkward name wow. He also played, never played pro basketball, played for the Pittsburgh Pirates in baseball, and made it, and, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Wow. The only No way. Yes. The only Hall of Fame baseball story I'll give you. Guys, we're at one hundred we're at one hour and eight minutes. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoy. Signing off. <laughs>